Hello, special guest of honor. We're the Vessels of Honor's Foundation, and we're glad to have you join us this evening. Stay back and enjoy the service. Blessings. scripture to us so that we might see that that you know um verse is very scriptural so galatians 2 20 apostle paul says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me the life which i now live in the flesh i live by the faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me I did not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness came through the law, then Christ died in vain. But Christ did not die in vain. Praise God. So we sing that song again. Apostles, let us know that. See, the believer has left his life behind. The life he lives now, the power is the power of an endless life. Do you understand? I listen to me. You have eternal life. You live in this flesh. It's by faith in the Son of God. And his death was not in vain. Why? Because you have been saved. Do you understand? So we'll sing that song again before we start praying. And I want you to sing it with understanding that my life has changed. No matter if I have not seen the results yet. It does not matter if there are things that seem to be holding me back. But my life has changed. Why? Because I have touched the grace of God. I have become a partaker in the inheritance of the saints. Christ is my savior. So we'll sing that song again. Please sing along. Pray along, sing in tongues along, but I want you to sing mind that my life has changed. I have touched the grace of God. I have touched the grace of God. I am a child of God. Pray in tongues and sing in tongues. Just sing along. Oh, our lives have changed, God. We have become partakers of this divine nature. Oh, send 
Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to Titus chapter 1 verse 2. I want you to, you know, keep those thoughts in mind. Because I have a strong feeling that the word that is coming today is going to be a reminder for you in that. So we see Titus 1 verse 2. I'll read from verse 1. It says, Paul, a born servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledgement of the truth which, which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie? Praise God. He tells us that in hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word through preaching, who was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Praise God. Let's go to 1 John 3 1. I want you to understand why that it says that your life has changed. Praise God. It now says in 1 John 3 1, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. Praise God. Your address has changed. Your entitlement has changed. It does not matter why. Because you have the grace of God. The life you live now is no more yours. It is of God. Are you listening? That is why you can rejoice. That's why you can look into the scriptures and realize that as I am reading this, I am being changed. Why? Because the life I live now is no more mine. It is Christ's. Do you see the way that that is how Christ was born? You see, what happens now is that you see the way that when Christ was alive, every um, adversary that faced him was surrounded. Be it demons, be it sickness, be it failings, be it lack of provision. Because he carried the power of an life, nothing could stop him. Now God has placed that life within you and you can speak in tongues to edify yourself up, to remind yourself of that truth. So what are you going to do right now? You are going Talk, saying to yourself, I have the power of an endless life. I have the life of God. I am going to see that life in this service. As the word of God comes to me, I am reminded of it. Let's begin to the name of Jesus. I Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let me tell you something. The realization of this truth that indeed your life has changed and can bring forth more joy for you. That is why tribulations rejoice. Why? Because your life has changed. For men who are without God, tribulations lead to For you, tribulations must always bring forth life. 
the one who died for you, when he faced tribulation, he encountered resurrection. That is why when trouble, you know that you have the life of God. Because your power is an endless life. It cannot be, it cannot be stopped. Are you listening to me? It cannot be stopped. So when you pray in tongues, you are praying from that reality. That I have the life of God. Nothing can stop. So I will pray to remind myself. I will pray to bring myself to knowledge of you. When we are praying, we are not, we are not trying to do opening prayer for you. We want you to understand that as you are in this place, you can partake of the life that is coming from this place. Because it is yours. Are you listening to me? We are going to pray intentionally. My life has changed. I am speaking. I am making power available for myself. I am not living the same, this place the same. I am changing this place. Let's go to pray in tongues again. understand? You are the one that is forgiven. God has made up his mind about you. He has decided that you are the one that he loves. And he will not change his mind, no matter what comes. Do you understand? Your life has changed. You have the power of an endless life. You are not coming. Do you understand? And so because you have the power of an endless life, you recognize the importance of the word of God. Because it was by that word that you have begotten. Corruptible sin word of God. And so as the word comes, you will write it down with joy, with expectation, because you know that as the man of God speaks the word, your life is being changed. Are you listening to me? You have the power of the endless life. You recognize what is of God. So pay attention to the service. As the, as the worship starts, raise up your hands in worship. You are connecting to him who has given back to you. You are now the child of God. Your sins are forgiven. Whatever you think has got stopped you, there is no such thing. God has cleared the path for you. God has oh, Hallelujah. God has cleared the path for you. Praise God. Welcome to service. Welcome to service. Praise God, BHF. Praise the Lord. Let us still be in the mood of worship. Let's still thank God.
because indeed Jesus is wonderful because he's your savior from the foundations of the earth he chose you, he chose me and that is why we will always worship and that is why we will always rejoice let's just speak in tongues under our breath let's pray to our father he's your father he loves you, he cares for you he chose you, he chose you that's enough is to show that he actually loves you if you are not sure that Jesus loves you I'm here to assure you today that he really loves you and he wants the best for you.
here. Right, so we'll be saying our confession. Say after me, I decree and declare that it is my season of much more. I bask in God's goodness. I am covered by his love. I carry God everywhere. I carry God every time. I am aware of his provision. I am aware of his love. God is with me as a mighty one. God is with me as a wise one. As I start this session, I go in the victory of the Lord. As I start this session, I am guided by the wisdom of God. Favor follows me. Goodness follows me. I enjoy grace of the preferred. I cannot be refused. I enjoy open doors. We declare that as a people, we have overcome. We declare that as a ministry, we do much more. Christ is seen in us as a glorious one. Christ is seen in us as a saving one. PHF grows in leaps and bounds. PHF grows in leaps and bounds. There is no one weak among us. There is no one feeble among us. The gospel is heard through us. The gospel is heard through us. Lives are changed as they step through our doors. Destinies are transformed by the word. We are made for much more. We triumph. We are made for much more. We overcome. Glory to God. BHF. can all have our seats. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Heritage. Right now, we are going to our offering and we're taking our announcements as well. So, ushers, please, let's begin to give our offering. Let's put them in our envelopes. And right before that, faces in the house. Who should rejoice now? So please, if is this your first time worshiping with us in the house of VHF, please could you signify by raising up your hand? Hi. Hello. Okay, so please, please can you rise up? Thank you. Please, can you give me a microphone? Please, fast. So you tell us your name and your department and your level. Yes. You don't need home now. So. All right. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. I'm, I'm Odrao Adebobola, and I'm actually a fresher civil engineering. Okay. Hi, Adebobola. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. So, Adebobola, please, you see Bam Bam. Yes, after service, she will attend to you. Thank you very much. So, right our announcement. As we know, our Sunday services is from 3 to 5, celebration service. Yeah, at TBC building, Ajibo there, 3 to 5 p.m. And Wednesday of the Word, yeah, Wednesday of the Word is from 4, is from 5 
p.m. to 6.30 p.m. 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Same venue here at TBC Building. And Livewire. So Livewire is our online prayer meeting. Presently it's online, yes, because of the whole thing, activity of students on campus. So the link will be sent to everyone via chef group. So please let's always make sure we participate. It's very important for us to pray. Amen. Okay. So also ministers meeting every Saturday, as we know, 4 p.m. It's online as well. So have you collected our offerings? All right. Thank you very much. So VHP. life for you to sit down and be saying hallelujah just oh hallelujah if you have breath inside you you know that it was God that put it there it was God that made you alive you woke up this morning you inhaled you exhaled your respiratory organs are working perfectly fine then my God deserves better than that I said praise the Lord hallelujah we're almost there. We're almost there. I did not say praise me, oh. I did not say praise Pastor Femi, oh. I did not say praise Pastor Eritejo. The God that made heaven and earth. The God that gave you that breath that you have inside. That you can move those body parts the way you are right now. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. So we are here to sustain that breath breath that God has put inside of us. I want us to pray underneath our breath. If you know the song, please say family, just join in. Hallelujah. Father to child, spirit. 
glory to my spirit. I am lighted by your word. And it's with your breath of life that I come alive. That's how I change my world. Let's take it one more time, just for reassurance, you know. I said, Father, to child.
days of Koinonia.
generation of Abraham was generations ago, thousands of generations ago, but you and I are here today basking in the blessings of Abraham. The generation of David was generations ago, but you can reference to his time because he was a man of impact. You see, in this generation again, God's looking for men who are ready to impact kingdoms on his behalf. Are you ready? Come on, you want to pray this afternoon? Is somebody praying there? Bridge your words, read your name upon me. Let the power of the Lord come upon me. Don't choke with this moment. Don't choke with this moment. I refuse to be a, I refuse to be aesthetic. I refuse to be a man without impact. I refuse to be an ordinary man. I refuse to be ordinary. In the name of Jesus. I refuse to just come like that. I refuse to be Just 
voice and sing Just breathe your name upon me generation I will not be ordinary I have decided it's the decision I have made years ago that in my generation I will not just be a statement I have made that decision that I will not just pass here ordinarily that's meant to come with see my impact I have decided that I am not going to be ordinary I have decided that I will leave influence I will leave reference for people to come I will leave impact for generations to come. I have made that decision. Somebody pray there this evening. Some of you will call me and give me testimony. God is going to place an impress on your heart. You see, things that He would have you do for life. That you see this path, this is where I want you to trot. You see, your dominion mandate, this is the path I want you to um, um, impress it. Okay? So I, I just want you to pray and enter that, enter that reality. That God is showing unto you your path. God is showing unto you your path in His kingdom. He's showing unto you your directions. What He wants you to do, what He would have you do. He's going to show you what he would have you do. You are no more confused. You can't be confused. Are you praying? You can't be confused. You cannot be confused. In the name of Jesus, you live life with certainty. You live with certainty. You live with certainty. You are sure what we have you do. You are sure what we have you do. You are sure what we have
Father, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your good to us, always. For because every time we pray unto you, the assurance we have is that you hear us. That's the confidence we have. That's why we can come confidently to the throne of grace and obtain mercy for help. Because we are sure that you hear us. We are sure that you love us. We are certain of your love for us. We are certain of your plans for us. We are sure that your promises are sure and you will keep them. We are sure that the promises that you have given unto us will come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that today we want to hear your word again and we'll be blessed. We'll be blessed. We'll hear you and us, man. In the name of Jesus, we will hear you. Thank you, Lord, that you will speak to us. You will speak to us. These folks will not hear me but you. In the name of Jesus, you will speak to us. Thank you, Jesus. You will teach us faith. You will teach us the steps to take, the paths to trod. You will show unto us what you have us do. In the name of Jesus, we are not confused. We understand our assignments perfectly. In the name of Jesus, we understand our assignments perfectly. In the name of Jesus, every single one here today receive, receive clarity, clarity of purpose. In the name of Jesus, there is clarity of purpose. There is clarity of assignment. In the name of Jesus, you know what God will have you do. You are certain of it. You receive the strength to pursue and you shall conquer. In the name of Jesus, nothing can hold you down. Nothing can hold you back. You are certain of your life. You are certain of your assignments. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you everlasting. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Praise God. I'll give your neighbor an high five. Give him an high five. High five. I how are you? BHP, thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you can go. I say your neighbor. I did not say that you should, should come out for once. But it's fine. Shall you're welcome. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So let's let's sit down, please. Amen. Oh yeah. Oh wonderful. How many of you are blessed already? Should we go home? We should close. <laughs> oh God, praise God. Hallelujah. So, like, there, there's been cascades of events. Cascades of events. You know, I have a big Bible I used to carry. Something happened to something, and something jumped something, and I could not. Then, then you know, like, a lot of stuff like that. But even in the midst of that, God said that He's going to speak to His people directly. So, whatever you hear me speak today is very spontaneous. Do you understand? So, you should be, you know, um, you should should be sensitive you should be very sensitive I'll be spontaneous myself and I'll just release myself into the spirit and I know God will speak to you he's got some words for you last week and a few weeks ago you know we've been looking at certain things and we've you know been able to build certain realities about ourselves um, talking about time about 
Is that what you guys are fan? Is that this was the meaning of that thing? Tell me about. So that's a top top about. <laughs> I suddenly started seeing it. I was like, wow, how how do these people even cope with all this credit? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so tell me about. So tell me talking about. <laughs> You know, uh, believers and new creational realities, and um, who God will have us be. You know, we've been able to look at how God Himself partook in the process of creation, and how the faith of God, you know, um, brought about Christ. All right, and we've been able to look at that and see for ourselves how God created man that there should be possible, there should be um, endless possibilities. That is, man, you know, can achieve as much as he can dream. Man can acquire as much as he can conceive, as much as you can imagine your hands can handle. You see, the Lord literally was creating an entity that can play himself on the surface of earth, with, of course, reference to the creator himself. The Lord was creating man, that man should be here on earth, and play God, literally. Literally. You know, you've been able to look at that. And how that, you know, you, you are limitless in your possibilities. And you know, just about that, just last week, I was, um, so there's something that has been coming to my mind for a long time ago. Um, how many of you feel frustrated? Maybe you're chatting on WhatsApp or something and you have to be charging your phone. And your wire, you know, like shorts, backache, other stuffs. Then I, I usually think about it. Like, is it possible that we have wireless charger? You know, this kind of. Now I, I've been thinking about it, but it, you know, like whenever I thought about it, um, there is this solemn voice that, um, I mean, that's crazy. It's somehow impossible. Only for me last week to read an article that Tesla actually broke out into that. I was like, wow, homie, what a god. <laughs> what, what a god. <laughs> wow. Then you begin to realize that really, you see, the, the, that statement that let us create man in our image, God was not joking. It was, that was literally what was happening. God literally wanted to create an entity that we have endless possibilities. You see, the, the Bible makes us understand that God is Jehovah Shaddai. He's a faithful God. That means he's one that speaks and it comes to pass. Do you know why I know that God cannot lie? Because to lie, you have to talk. And if God talks, it comes to pass. Do you understand? So that's why we all understand that he's a faithful God. He's faithful to his words. So whenever he has promised you whatsoever, it comes to pass. You have an assurance in you. That whatsoever he has promised you will come to pass. That's why he's faithful. And he has created faithful men too. That you can speak and see it happen. That's why your words have power. Do you know that? Do you know that? And a couple of times I've told you guys about the story of my roommates on high. You know, when we were still very in the world, very much. You know, speak jargons into our lives at different moments. Um, um, you, you know, justly. FM. <laughs> I can remember the guy is he's, well he's not he's, he's not a village boy like that, but you know, came from so we speak we understand the language together. So we say FM. Um, 
LD President Fellowship with him yesterday. Like, you, this guy, like, you, this, literally, like, what he was saying is that um, this guy, like, your, with your, I don't say wayward attitude, but you get the point. With your wayward attitude, like, you become the president of your fellowship. Do you understand? Like, literally, that's what he was saying. And secondly, I've told you guys before, Abby, secondly, you will fail your exam, your coming exam. Those two words, like, and I don't know why I don't used to get angry. Maybe because I did not really like medicine that time. Do you understand? So I just felt like, okay, so we are playing, like, you know, we had to like, now we talk to like that. <laughs> Lo and behold. <laughs> and my first child, the beans, I was like, okay, let's take water <laughs> and settle down. <laughs> you know, you and I know how to do it, you. you know, do it so well that, you know, you eat the bottom rock of life and you're like, wow. You know that boy that, in, and you know, I've, I've had this history of OAU, best student, this thing and that. Then my friends started calling me, you know, this, you know that kind of, hello, um, Agbogo Phil. <laughs> so you know, you know all that. You see, your words are powerful. So that's, that's the lesson there. Your words are very powerful. Your words are very powerful. Tolu, your words are as powerful as the most powerful whatsoever you, can, you have in your mind. Your words are so powerful that whatsoever you say, see, they are not for jokes. They come to pass. And I'm not saying that even being a Christian, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying even being an unbeliever, that's the works you, you speak. Because the similitude after which we were created is after a God that is faithful. That his words are powerful. He speaks and comes to pass. And that's the similitude of your creation. Your words are very powerful. Very powerful. He's a faithful God. You know, so we were looking at all that last week. And how, how that, um, you know, um, there is no limitation to man. God wanted to create man in his own image. So you could see that that agenda could not really align in the Garden of Eden. So God had to send man, you know, out to the ground to till the ground himself and God has to kick start the process of Christ. Abi? And then we see how God began to play with humanity and you know began to search for men that are ready to carry his assignment, carry out his assignment of the land of, on, on the face of the of the earth. And from generation to generation he kept finding men, searching for men that can you know embody his assignment. And there was a point in time that he could not even find one. It was so difficult for God to find a man that understood his assignment. That he so decided at that point that, okay, so the next thing we are going to do now is wipe out these people. But thank God for Noah. He said, for this man, I'm going to start again. Then he started again. And he started searching again. And there was loss of men. He could not find one. He started searching and searching again. And thank God for Abraham our father of faith. You see, today, I just want us to look at something very briefly. You see, we have looked last week at the faith of God, how he did not give up on humanity and on his words, how he had said it that he's going to create man in his image and how he pursued. Abi, and it's our golden example of faith. Then we are going to be old men of examples today. Is that okay? All right. So someone gave us a syllabus for the sermon for today, and that is Matthew. Let's go there. 
Praise God. Matthew 1, <clears throat> verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Verse 17. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David unto the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So this man here is telling us that the end of that process was who? Christ. So the process started with our father of faith. The process of our faith started with our father of faith, which is Abraham. And 14 generations after, there was a man that stepped in David. And 14 generations after, there was a position in Babylon. 14 generations after, there was a Christ. You see, that short verse is actually like a, a summary of how God interplayed with men until its end product. How the faith of God interplayed with men until its end product. And what was the end product of, of the faith of God there? We find Christ. And that's teaching us something. That the Christ, if, if you're going to have faith after the similitude of God, it must be a faith that produces Christ. Every time you're seeking something, and the end product of it is not Christ. Do you know what you, are, you have put into that process? Is the spirit of Antichrist. Because if it's not Christ, it's Antichrist. You are seeking Christ. You see, the, why do you want a car, for example? Is it Christ standard? Is it because it's going to end in sacrificial lamb of Christ? Or because you want to be the one that dictates in your family? Why do you want to have the money? You know, there is this prayer they used to pray that if they have not seen you, they will not start meeting. It's a bad prayer. It's a rubbish prayer. That if they have not seen you, that they have not started meeting. That means they are praying that people in your family will have so low self-esteem that they are determined on your material inheritance. It's a rubbish and nonsense prayer. That means they are saying that there will be so much hunger, there is so much test famine of wisdom in your family that you are the only one that carries it. <laughs> it's a nonsense prayer. So why do you want why do you want to acquire that knowledge? Is it so that you can serve better and you know enter better into your dominion mandate or so that you can oppress men? You see we began to see how God was interplaying with men, interplaying with men through the children of Israel, interplaying with men through Abraham, interplaying with men Abel and Noah and Enoch and all those people and we see that the end product of this is that God himself was stepping into humanity you know to die for us and sacrifice himself for our sins that means the product of the faith of God yields sacrifice unto humanity yielded service unto humanity see if the product of your faith is not Christ forget it you are the part of the antichrist you want to have a car you are believing God for a car you are believing God for, you know, um, a million for this million dollar. I think pound is even better than this because someone actually sent me pound and I was like, wow, so this thing is. 
UK is better than US. <laughs> anyway. You get that? You see, if the hand product of your faith is not Christ, it is nonsense. It is not faith. It is not faith. You see, if the reason why you want to be rich in life is not so that you are given to the service of men, it is, you are just, you know, we were, we were praying one prayer the other time, you are just an ordinary man. There has been, see, there have been rich people on earth, I hope you know that. There have been people that were rich on earth and we cannot even remember them. Do you know why? Because they did not do it by faith. Because if it's not by faith, it's by strife, it's by work. It has to be by faith. Do you know that, do, have you read Hebrews chapter 11 before? You see, that guy was summarizing those guys' life by faith. He said, by faith, Abel offered the sacrifice unto God. Sacrificing unto God was not the only thing that Abel did. By faith, Enoch walked with God. That was not the only thing that Enoch did. By faith, Noah, he built an ark, but that was not the only thing that Noah did. But it is only those things that they did by faith that are impactful. That matters. You see, God was speaking to Abraham at some point. He said that, take your son, he said, your only son, so that you don't miss it up. He said, Isaac. And you would have thought that, is it that God does not know everything or whatever, or what is happening? So that means, as far as God is concerned, is my heal is non-existent. Because it's not by faith. Listen to me. Because that's the most important, like that's a very important part of my sermon today. You see, if the reason why you are having faith but if by the time you sit down, you know, you are asking for God for something. And the reason you are, whatsoever you are asking God, is not, is not Christ. Forget it. You are walking in the ordinary. It's the spirit of the Antichrist. Because it's revealed pride in you. And we know that the spirit of God, the fruit of the spirit cannot be pride. It's revealed lasciviousness, fornication and rubbish in you. We'll start seeing you in front of India, packing Corona Camry. <laughs> when your car could have actually be conveying people to church be like oh, let's go and grow in the spirit you see I have, I have friends who I'm not joking I have friends who you know who are, who are doing stunts I call it stunts and all that and sometimes they look, they look at me like ah this guy like this guy that you are still here. <laughs> but I have made up my mind that in my generation I'll be those, I'll be among those that uphold the integrity of Christ. It is important. I've made up my mind that I will uphold faith. Because as we are going to see today, you see that faith, you see, there, there will be times for tribulations in the process of faith. So that means faith is not just that, okay, so I have faith for this and you have it. Because there will be some that are, um, the Bible says that their resurrection that their um, easy restoration was delayed. There will be such a thing. If the hemp product of your faith is not Christ, it is Antichrist. The reason you are asking God for that thing, for an husband, for an husband, is not Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God forevermore. If the reason, if 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 the reason you want a better life, if the reason you you want whatsoever you want, 
it's not so that you know you are able to step into you know i've explained the dominant mandate last week how it is how the hand product it can't be oppression you can't you, it's not dominating over people it's actually serving do you understand it's it's understanding the sphere and the you know the dimension that god wants you to serve and it can be anywhere do you understand it is just serving it is understanding where god wants you to serve and impact people for some people it might just be it might just be that okay counseling that might be like it's not everybody that will hold my cup you know it might just be counseling like oh wow your counseling is, is not so good today i hope nothing and you're like you broke up with me <laughs> it's like oh yes and, and he's able to offer good good advice for you do you understand able to tell you that uh, even though me too i've not done it before to be truthful like i've never had any boyfriend or something like that but you know we have the wisdom of god so let me speak to you from this wisdom pastoritage you know kind of wisdom <laughs> So let me advise you from the abundance of the wisdom I have acquired, not from experience, but from communion with God. Do you get that? You see, I've explained that. And that's why it is important, you know, for you to understand that the life of a believer is not an anyhow life. As a matter of fact, there is this quote which I love so much that never in history of humanity has any man who had it easy done anything worth remembering. Never in the history of humanity. That is, if you are going to do anything, if you are going to, you know, stand out in your generation, um, not having it easy, you know, does not mean not having it easy. In Like, does not mean you should not go and be subjecting yourself to unnecessary suffering. You know what I'm talking about. But if you are going to do anything impactful, there will be tribulations higher and bigger than you that you need only God to solve. Next, I'm going to spontaneous us today. So that's, that's like our, the first line that you know, I, I just want to establish. That you, you it's, it's got to be Christ. It's got to be Christ. You see, it's got to be Christ. I used to say something, and I mean it, but people used to think I'm joking. Like, I'm not really the type that retire and write will and say that, okay, so my son, I have 20 flats. I'm not, I'm serious. Like, that does not mean that I'll not be, I, I'll be madly rich, trust me. Like, write it down. I'm, I'm not joking. But, like, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I'd rather just give it to the gospel. I see some people doing good gospel work. Or, you know, India, they still have a lot of unbelievers or something like that. Like, dash them. I mean, boy, I've trained you. You have me as your father. That's enough. <laughs> For real, like, not, this is not even because of um, being hard or something. Like, this is because I don't see much values. Like, I'm serious. Like, have you, have you sat down before to think about these things? iPhone 12, what iPhone is out now? Yeah? Some people are feeling worthless already. Do you know? Because they don't have it. Do you get what I'm talking about? Like, because maybe the iPhone, they are, they are using the iPhone 11. iPhone 11. This is Techno Spark 5. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> you get what I'm talking about? see, the life that you have been called into as a believer is a life of consecration. It's, it's, it's an ad life, chop life. Ad, ad life, not 
Hard life in the sense of hard life, but not in the sense of hard life. You get what I mean? <laughs> hard life in the sense that you, know, you have the peace of God in the midst of tribulations. Do you understand? It's, it's not hard life in the sense that there will be men. You see, people, people would not be hearing God. They will not be listening to God. They will be you know, so departed from the instructions of God. But you will be like a schizophrenic patient when you are telling them that God said that you should build an ark. And do you understand? Like, they don't, they don't even care about the nonsense you are talking about. They, all they want to do, you know, is go to Owen Bear and go to party um, from today, country chicken, and tomorrow, you know, they are doing food matters, do that the following day, you know, before you know what's happening, they are there. Like, they just want to chop life, chop life gang. Like that kind of thing. Like that's what they are important. That's what is important to them. And God is telling you that build and hack. And they are, they are like, they are like, show me a picture. Show my journey. Like I never chopped life finish. The time you say go on destroy him. You see, that's the life you have been called into. It is called the normal abnormal. It is normal, but it's look abnormal because there are so many abnormal that has been made normal. You don't get the point. Like, there are so many people in your surroundings that are abnormal, that the abnormalities have become normal. So when you are not trying to be normal, you are the abnormal. Do you know we are gradually in that generation? The generation of people tempt them. Go online now and see that Yahoo boys are going to your and see how they would bombard you. <laughs> like, and you're like 10 years ago, like you could not even come up boldly to say this nonsense. You can't boldly say that you're a Yahoo boy or go and say, mention Olu, whatever. Now they'll finish the show for you. Somebody's not getting gist. It's fine. <laughs> what have you? You see, men, you see, men that come into faith, that walk on the faith lane, have always been the abnormal men of their generation. It is always abnormal, always abnormal. That is why, you see, that guy was so, it was so funny that there was Enoch, that this guy was working so well with God, that God said, okay, no, death, you don't worry. We, we need to take this guy as he is, so that nothing changes in his form. He's already, he has entered the perfection, so we just want to have him that way. Noah in his own generation, too, he was the only one showcasing that. Like every other person around him, they were just you know, doing all sorts. Doing all sorts. And there it was. And then there came a time, the time of Abraham. And that's where the story of our faith, as you know, believers start from. Genesis chapter 12. Are you getting something? Yeah. <clears throat> and he won't stop. Won't stop till you be just like him. You see, in every generation, in every generation. So what's your name? Huh? Bobola. Bobola in every generation. God is searching for men that understand his instructions. In every generation. Because he's always talking, he's always speaking. He has he's always having an agenda. There is never a point in time when God is silent. Or when God, when God does not have 
like does not have things to accomplish on surface of the earth. There is never a point in time. In this our present world, and even in that to come, it's just that in that to come, like there are now men, you know, who understand fully that assignment. But there is never a point in time that God does not have instructions for his people. There is never a point in time. And it is those ones, you know, that have come into the reality of that assignment, you know, that um, that he, 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 that ends up being God's favorite in their generation. That ends up, you know, doing the impact of what God really wants to do and what God really wants to accomplish in this generation. So in Genesis chapter 1, pay attention to something here. The Bible says that now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy land, thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show you. See, this is not the first time that the Lord has said unto Abraham, but this is the time that Abraham is working on it. That means if it is just instruction without the work, it is not yet faith. But it is when the work meets the instruction, the word, then it becomes faith. You see, literally, the meaning of faith without work is dead. You see, there are instructions in every generation and domain, in every institute, in every sector. In the, mu- in the music industry, there, there is an agenda of God. Don't ever think, don't you ever believe that there is a particular sector that God is not interested in. There is never a sector at all that God is not, is not interested in. And that is why he himself stands among the giants. He stands in the middle of the mighty, the psalmist say. So there is never a point, there is never anything whatsoever on earth that God is not interested in. And his instructions are always there. His instructions are always in every sector, in every sector, in every sector. In the music sector, there is an instruction of God there. In the movie industry, there is an instruction of God there. Tolu, in the movie industry, <laughs> God has an instruction in every industry. You see, in the tech world, there is an instruction. Are you guys seeing interplay of a, a big interplay of Antichrist movement in the tech world? How many of you, how many people have been noticing that? You've been seeing that like a lot. Like they just, they just like they are deliberately fighting anything Christ. Have you noticed? Like whatsoever Christ like this, they, they would fight you till, till you lose your breath. And it's as though like there's even no Christian at all in their offices. In every sector, there is an instruction. God is given an instruction in every sector. But he that acts on it becomes the Abraham, has unlocked the Abrahamic code of that sector. He says, the Lord has said, get the heart of their country. See, obedience is key. Obedience to the instruction of God, to what he has said unto you, is very pivotal in faith work. Obedience. Obedience. Obeying what God has said, obeying, you know, the will of God in that sector, in that system, obeying the will of God in your class, in your department. God is very much interested in it. He's interested in what is happening there. He's interested in what is, what your what your colleagues are doing in politics. God is interested. God will be sending some people into the political, uh, political world. Do you know that? To cause some changes. So don't ever ask yourself that why will Nigeria be good? Do you know the question you should be asking? 
when we be, when will the saints start taking position? Because the problem of Nigeria is not. You see, you see I laugh sometimes. I think, who was I talking to yesterday? I think that's for his roommate. Yeah, like we've been talking, we've been <laughs> we've been some stuff. You know, um, I, I was just telling the guy yesterday about um, our. Okay, so I, I'm, I want to censor a part out. Not bad, but just something I don't want to say. It, just, it, will come out, it may come out as fire. Yeah, so how, how that, um, you know, in the, in the um, political world and all that, how, you know, God has been speaking to me concerning certain things. And so we, we shall discuss some solutions concerning, I think we started with agriculture, for example. So I was telling him that, do you know that to actually have food security is not, it's not that, of, that much of a big deal? I mean, all this morning, how much do they sell most of those equipment? Just um, maybe get some, the market land. You have to do some maybe housing um, um, policies that don't build us in this kind of location. You know that kind of thing. Like, don't so stop the spread, just the um, reckless way people build house, number one. Then number two, secure the lands, structure them, lease them out hectare by hectare, empower whoever you're listening out to. You know, those things sound simple, Abby. Like, empower whoever you're listening them out to, you know. Um, supply them with equipment, get their goods, buy it. So that means they are sure that they have people that will buy their stores. Have a storage system. That means as you're buying it, you're saving it. They sound good, don't they? Have a storage system. So as you're producing it, you're storing it. And immediately after that, like you have a distribution system. So you're able to distribute to the people. Abi? So that means the government can easily then regulate the prices of all this food and it becomes cheap and all that. So the surplus and the SS exported so that you know that's printing our foreign exchange you know then i was telling him about how to you know that's that's beautiful is it not beautiful yeah and that that looks easy and workable you begin to wonder now that why are they not working on it yeah i'm coming we are coming there so that's that is exactly what, what i want to talk about then I, I was talking to him again about um, how you know the problem most times is when you come up with a solution like that you don't support it with the structure so what most governments do is they give palliatives, and palliatives cannot sustain for long. You need a structure that can continually produce palliatives. She gets. <laughs> so like, okay, so how do you make sure that that structure works and is continual? Um, you know, you maybe like number one, the equipment you are supplying, are we producing them? No, Abi. So that means you need to work on industries that can produce those stuffs, Abi. So we talked about all that, then you work on raw materials that you can get all those industries, which God has blessed Nigeria with. Then you begin to wonder. Flourish. Is that difficult to achieve? It is. Because of men. It is men that will achieve it. I, I hope you know. It is men. It is men that you put in the distribution system that will not steal some for their family. It is men that you put in those industries that will not steal money that is meant for production. And, and cut away with it to the jail. And they'll be looking for you in the, <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> then you begin to wonder, like, why are you stealing those money through? It is men. And that is why God is raising a, a, a generation of believers who understand this thing and are ready to go into all these sectors and cause change. So when you are praying for systems, when you are praying for countries that you know, the Lord should take over, what you should actually be praying for is that there should be you know, doors opened unto believers you know, to start taking their place, rightful place in systems. It is men that abuse institutions. It is men that abuse systems. 
Systems do not build themselves. Money will not build institutions. See, if Nigeria is poorer than what it is today, that's why I'm not usually I'm not usually scared when you know when people say that they will soon steal all our money. No. Because at the end of the day, money is nothing. Like just like one of the things I've been teaching a young man too. For real. Like, okay, so the guy noticed that I've been sorry, like recently I made a vow that I would eat a lot. So I've been spending a lot of my money on, on food, that kind of thing. So he, he was noticing that. He was, so he was wondering that huh? how come you are spending <laughs> like this on food, like that kind of thing. So I, I said that because I've come to realize that most times, you know, we tell ourselves that I'll wait till I have money before I leave. Abby? So you see people. You see people actually um, striving themselves of life for years only to now have what they call life and it does not taste like one. Do you understand? So I decided to, you know, change all that. And because really, and I've come to that realization that money at the end of the day is nothing. Money is actually nothing. Money is just paper. That's why you should not be scared when you hear that. Okay, so um, money has, wow, you're welcome, sir. You know, you should not be scared when you hear stuff like um, money lost its value against dollar and all that. Like, that should not scare you. What should actually scare you is that Nigerians are losing their value against foreigners. That's what should scare you. What should scare you is that we keep having human beings that are living in forests and think that is a natural abode and a good, a good environment to live. We keep having people that think that, okay, so instead of um, embracing the ranching system that actually the best they can do is to be eating people's farm. That's what should scare you. That's what should scare you. What should scare you is that we have so many young ladies that are out of school. Young children, young children that have never smelled school in their life. That should scare you. That we don't have a system that builds men, that builds our people. That's what should scare you. And that's why, you see, that's, that's why there is a church. That's why the Church of Christ has been saddled with that responsibility that men are raised for systems. That men are raised for systems. And that has been my motives, actually. That has been, like, I can say one assignment that I, you know, I've had God speak unto me time without, without numbers. That men are raised, 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 raised. Men, that, men like David, men that understand the assignment fully and that can exact it in systems out there. Men are raised for Christ, raised for systems. Men that can imprint Christ on systems. Men that are ready to serve, irrespective. Men that will have millions, billions of dollars in their accounts and will still be humble enough you know, to come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy for help. That is the kind of men that is being raised in the church, that should be raised in the church. That's the kind of men that you should pray for get places and placements in your government and until then don't expect change deal and you, you, you now begin to understand you begin to understand you know I said I will be spontaneous today right I've actually been spontaneous because I had not even planned this part you see you begin to understand why messages of faith are important for believers and why it is important that we understand this message in everything that we do. In everything that we do. In everything that we do. In everything. You see, if you can embody the message of grace, even in the education sector, you will be able to make impact easily. And let me tell you one part of the message. Oh, spontaneous, because now I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, you see, sometimes we tend to think that... 
we, we tend to get the gish gish like okay uh, i'm the righteousness of, of god in christ jesus um okay so i'm made for more made for mighty impact i am and you know we are charged up for that and then you get to the field and you realize that you you are just like another soul you get to the field and you know you're being tested a small a small example you know of course for bhf has been like what i've been involved in for like maybe one year now we have we don't stay actually <laughs> well, okay, that was like October, right? October 2019. You no, know, you, you begin to see people who who been handed over to our charged that kind of thing, like you know, like are uh, uh, happy that okay, so we are setting and entering into certain realms and we want to do this and do wonders and that kind of thing. And tribulations start showing face, small tribulations. Or, I mean, BHF. Imagine, like we have not, we have not, you've not. Uh, of course, we all know that VHF is, we are already, we've left the terrain of school fellowships. You understand that? We now do church. But, you get what I'm talking about. But the, the truth is that this will be the lowest point of, of our lives. Amen. Do you understand? So, you mean, even at this stage, even at this stage, you can't be faithful. You can't be faithful to a cause. Like, you, you can't hold on to the bathroom till the end. I mean, just short end. One year, one session, you're done. You mean you can't keep the fire burning? You. And you, 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 you are one of those people that castigate Buhari that his Baba goes slow. You will go slowest. You will drag. And then you, you, you think you're a generation that has been sent wondrously you know, to come and enact change. You think it's that easy? You think you'll not be nothing changed somewhere and someone has stolen millions somewhere. And you still have to get it done. You no, know, did you remember that thing that I used to tell you that I, I tell you guys whenever you're having um, leadership meeting? That if going by going by the time and seasons, VHF should not be opening right now. Do you know? Do you do you guys even know that I come from Ocean State all the time? I do that every week. Like going by going by Calculations. Let's say I carry Bible and, and book and try to do calculations that, okay, so what are the odds against us and the odds that are for us? We will decide that, okay, so let's still chill. Now, let me tell you something. You know that immediately we opened, fellowship started opening. So we need men of faith. And that's why you, you the Bible says that you shall live by faith. It says the just shall live by faith. And if the just are the ones that, you know, they, the earnest expectations of men, you are the ones that they are waiting for. You have to showcase them that you are a man of faith. You have to show them that you will do it differently. You do it differently than, than a 90-year-old that has lied to us that he was 75. You will do it differently. Do you get what I'm talking about? You, you have to show it. And one way you can show it is that you have embodied faith. And faith is tough sometimes. Faith is tough sometimes. How many of you know that? Faith is tough sometimes. Faith is that no God will promise you something. You know that this is where God is taking you to. He wants to do something great and wondrous with you. And 30 years, you are even still waiting for Isaac. Let's check it out. Romans chapter 4. 
Am I, am I blessing you this evening? I've been here and there, I know, but are you getting something? Brother, are you getting something? Are you understanding how it is important that you actually walk by faith? That you, and walking by faith, I'm not saying head knowledge. I'm not saying you celebrate and whatever. No, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you, you, you are resilient. See, I'll say that quote again. Never in the history of humanity, never in the history of humanity, has there been anyone that had it easy doing anything worth remembering. Never in the history of humanity. And it will not be today, it will not be tomorrow. It will never happen. It will never happen. I, was it in church that I said this thing before? This word is naturally configured to ruin you. Abby, I, I think I've said it before. Like there are all these things eating you left, right, everywhere. So it takes deliberateness and faith to actually navigate. And that means you have to be tough and hard because as something is pushing you there, as you know, there's a reason for you to go back. A lot of mountains pushing you from the front, you keep moving. You're saying, in spite of all these troubles, I will keep moving. You keep moving. So that is a man of faith. That is a man that has embodied and understood faith. You keep moving. You keep pressing on. You keep pressing on. Because you have seen the hand from the beginning. And that's one thing that, you know, that's one thing that faith will always do to you. The Bible says that God has shown, he said, a land that I will show you, right? Then he told him the next verse that I will bless you and make you the father of many nations. Abi? Now look at that. He said, a land that I will show you. He's already showing him, showing him the land. You know the land? Every nation. <laughs> He's already telling me that there will be many nations that will come out of you. So that means any land you walk through. And you can see that, you can see that embodiment in Abraham. As he navigates through all those lands. He navigated through them as their father. He even broke out peace at some point. You see, there was something called the Battle of Nations. And they were fighting. That's Genesis chapter 16. As they were fighting, you know, they took um, Lot and um, uh, you know, Lot has, he has entered <laughs> nonsense place. So he has to go and help him. That's okay. We know you're a bad boy, but you know, that's what fathers do. Fathers forgive you. So he has to go and, you know, rescue him and help him out. And he went to pursue, you know, a, a case that you would say is, does not concern him, but he's their father. So it's concerning him. So it's like, King, come. Why are you still lost this thing? It's not your own now. Come on, we've done it. Come on. Come on, bring it back. <laughs> and as he was coming back, as he was coming back, one king came to meet him. I said, that, Oh, thank you, Abraham. Oh, God bless you, Abraham. Um, so, um, Abraham, just let me, you know, let me dash you some parts. He said, I said What? He said, Let's just say that you have made Abraham. Because he's certain of where he's going, he's certain of God's promises, and he's certain that God that has promised is able also to perform. That God that has promised, you see, you have to have that assurance because sometimes the tribulations will hit so hard, the tribulations will be very hard on you. You see, life can go hard on you sometimes, but you have to have the assurance that He has promised you, and He's a faithful God. How many of you know that? You know God is faithful. Romans 4. Sorry, I've been, I've been jumping a lot. I know, which I know, but I hope you're getting blessed. You know, that's what happens when your jota gets doing now. Praise God. Now, what is it that Abraham, our father, has found? What has he found? He found something. 
Abraham found something. He found something. He found something, and that was why, you see, when God told him that, when God finally now gave him Isaac, God then told him that, go and offer Isaac unto me at Moriah, Abi, on an altar. He did not hesitate. He just he did not even bother telling Sarah because he knew if I had to Sarah, Sarah would start, you know, singing and start and start bringing unbelief onto this equation. He said, "See, don't worry, son, come. We are going and we shall come back." At some point, even the son asked him, "That father, where are we going? Where is where is the lamb of sacrifice?" He said, "Don't worry, the Lord shall provide." Because he has seen the Lord provided before, he understood that the Lord provided. He has embodied it. He has eaten it up. That the Lord actually provided. And this Isaac that I'm taking there, I'm going to return with him. He is able also to raise him up. See, you need that assurance. Because sometimes, life will throw nonsense at you. See, so there will be that boy toasting you because, or because, you know, you've been, maybe you've been single for one and a half year. And that boy, he thinks he has a car, and, you know, just talking down on you. And, and you know, he's not a man of faith. And maybe he's fine, small too. So, it's maybe the first time you see him, you're like, wow, God finished work here. By the time he starts opening his mouth, you're like, wow, now God, they create this one too. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, you are, you are being tempted, you know, to just flow with the equation, like, okay, so uh, maybe I should just um, stay here or something like that. Maybe it will change. You know, like you are being tempted to stoop to, to for low. You get that kind of thing. But you remind yourself immediately again that it is God that will provide, not me that will bring one to you. You get then you snap back to your senses. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to hold the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, against hope, against hope, he believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Against hope, you see, against hope, there is, he has no reason to actually believe the words of God again. Because by the time you see in verse 19, it says that, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead that means sometimes god is saying that sometimes you are focusing too much on what you don't have you focus too much on what you don't have and you have forgotten that you serve a god that actually have all you are focusing so much on your weaknesses and incapacities and you have forgotten that you have a god that is capable you are focusing so much you are you are esteeming yourself too much you think too important of yourself you 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 esteem yourself more than you should. You think that it is by your strength and mind, and might. You are focusing so much on your strength. And God is saying that Abraham did not consider his own body being dead. Being dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. By all equations, Sarah shouldn't be having baby anymore, right? But against hope, against hope, against realities, against all calculations. That means by the time he, you know he sat down and you know, draw the biology and understood that okay, so we have both passed the stage where we should be having babies. Do you understand? And even at some point, they you know they stepped out of faith. 
said, okay, so these are my daughter, my servant, too. She's beautiful and all that. Going to her, and another one says, my own. And God is saying that that smile is not recognized. It's cancelled because it's out of faith. Against hope. They had hope. Against hope. Against possibilities. Against all calculations. Against all possibilities. You say, I don't know what you're passing through today, but can you just trust God? Can you just look at the strength of God? Can you stop looking at your own strength? I don't know what the assignment that has been committed into your hands, but you are, don't think too important of yourself. Don't esteem yourself more than you should. Don't, don't, don't think it is about you. It is, nothing here is about you. It is about God. Can you just look at his strength and capacity? Then, you know, verse 20 says that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Can somebody receive the strength of faith this evening? He said he was strong in faith. Receive the strength of faith. Your faith, your faith, your faith is strengthened in the name of Jesus. He gave glory to God. That means it is important that at all circumstances, in all situations, you know, you maintain a state of glory, of giving glory to God, of being joyous, a state of being thankful to God understanding that that which he has promised he will perform you know verse 21 now says that i'm being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was also able to perform so what god has promised you god is faithful do you know that do you know that you see those prophecies that you have received when they told you that okay so um, i i see i see mansions in front of you you know that's that's like the common prophecies but now, the prophecies I have for you is that God actually have, and this is not even prophecy, this is from careful study of the word and understanding it, and I'm speaking it forth into your life, that God actually have assignment for you, for you, and for you. There is a place for you in this program, and God is bringing you into heat. He's bringing you into light through that assignment. Do you understand? You see, you carry a glory in you. You carry some power in you. You carry some energy. See, you, you, what you carry is too much for you to fail. Do you know that? You carry God. The Spirit of God lives in you. Glory. You see, so there, there, there was there was a period of time when these people had to wait on God. You know, they had to keep waiting. They had to. Um, it will happen like uh, maybe it's going to be this year and it's not this year. But it was happening next year. So they, they wait and wait and kept waiting. They kept waiting for Isaac. But one thing you must commend Abraham for you know, during that course of time is that Abraham has come into the reality of the instruction of God, of the assignment. Because sometimes, listen to me, you see, sometimes you think, you think the promise is the car, is the money. Sometimes you think the, the, the promise is Isaac, but no, the promise is actually Christ. You see, sometimes you, you see, the problem with most people is that what they are actually believing God for is a blissful, blissful marriage. Did I get the pronunciation? Blissful. Is it blissful? Bliss. Blissful, yeah. So it's a blissful, sorry, take it like that, marriage. <laughs> You hear what I'm talking about? Like, what they are trusting God for is a life full of ease. You know, that kind of thing. Like, um, on, I, I don't think a life full of ease is a life on the island in Lagos. Like, that's not a life full of ease. <laughs> a life full of ease would be... Uh, let me see, for me... Eh? For more... 
comunal, no dele, no teu comunal. Ele é full of bliss, let me see. It's not, maybe like a, an island, kind of. For me, like really, like, because I like silence a lot. Then I like island, well-tilled vegetation, that kind of thing. Then maybe like some natural stream, and, uh, and no mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like a, a, a full supply of food, chicken and all that. You know, you know what, what sometimes what you are saying is that but the assignment is Christ. The promise is Christ. And you know how we know who has come into a full comprehension of the assignment is that when God then tells you that you should let go of Isaac, you would want to hold on to him. Because until you have come in that what God has promised you is actually nations, not Isaac. It would be difficult for you to let go of Isaac. Because you think it is about Isaac. And it is not about Isaac. It is about Christ. It is not about Isaac. You see, the Lord will call unto you someday and tell you that, okay, so go and sacrifice this or Isaac for me. You see that card that you are still celebrating that you have not even finished washing. Go and give it to my gospel. Some church, they need to, they need to start entering some slum and preaching the gospel and they don't have car. Go and give it to them. And you, you would think it's the spirit of, of Ula Balu <laughs> speaking to you. <laughs> and it is God. And it is God. But you know the, you know the, you, do you know the assurance you will have? Is that even if you let go of this, will come back to you and you see that is what we call keeping by faith you see until you have been able to cut yourself entirely entirely from your materials from your possession you are not yet walking by faith because there will be instructions faith works through instructions there will be instructions and you will not be able to carry them out do you think god jesus christ was joking when that man came to him and said that what shall i do to you know have this eternal life he said go and sell all that you have because Jesus wanted to cut him off totally from his possessions. Totally. Until you become single and old as you are. And you come as you are. You are not yet walking by faith. Because there will be a time that, you know, the cry of your baby at home will deprive you of the gospel you are supposed to preach to that neighbor. Do you understand? Because there will be times when... times when God, the, 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 you know, there will be works in the church and they'll tell you, okay, so you guys should empty your account. And because you value money so much, you think you think your pastor likes money so much. That's why. Do you understand? Because you, because money means so much to you. Because you are so determined by money that the concept, empty your account for what we, what we both agree that, okay, so this is our new strategy, you know, for spreading the gospel. In the land of UI. So now we are going to need funding. Um, we need to maybe buy clothes. There are some people that do not have clothes, that kind of thing. And we just want to buy clothes for them. So we need like, um, um, let's say like 500,000 rough estimates. And um, okay, so we are just 50 here. So that means you have, you, you have, oh, you want to buy a camera. How much do you have in your account? 200,000. So come and give it. And you, you begin to share, share a war. <laughs> See, this thing I'm saying, it sounds like a joke, but that's actually the faith we are called into. 
that's the faith that we were called into. It's, it, may, it may sound like a joke, but you, the, the faith you are called into, you are not allowed to own baggages. So you begin to understand why I said stuff like, I, I don't think so much. I don't think so much that, you know, I'll start, okay, so you know that's my house at Bodija. Um, um, belongs to, by the way, I also have just two kids. Belong to this and, you know, that kind of, all those kind of things. That's, that's why I don't, I don't really believe in all those. Maybe, like, maybe if, it will be many, it will be plenty, you get. So there will even be some that we don't even really share. Uh, you guys, you know, just move us, that kind of thing. And of course, now they will be greater than me, that kind of thing. Like, I don't really, I'm not... You see, my, my father was telling me something recently. So he, there is there is this um, family property that he wanted to sell and all that. So he was considering, because he wanted to get something. And then he was telling me about it. Like, the enthusiasm, because he, we really, he really needed that other thing that he wanted to get. The enthusiasm with, with which I was telling him to you get that kind of thing. Then, maybe like two or three days at devotion or something, when he was not talking, like, then he was not thanking God that, like, we thank God that the kind of children we have are not um, the types that are so attached to money and material, you know, that, so he was making reference to all that, and just talking about the fact that he, that he might not really need to be writing with, that he has children that will not really be fighting on, that kind of thing. Do you understand? You see, the, the life you are sent to live, as I am, I, I, I live so much on faith. So I don't... I, I say that because I don't want to preach myself. Do you get So that's why I keep stopping myself. But you get the point. Do you get the point? Do you get the point? And he won't stop. He won't stop. Until you be just like him. He won't stop. He won't stop until you be just like him. You see, I want you to get something really that God in this generation again is seeking an Abraham. In this our generation again, God is looking for another Abraham. In that sector you have found yourself, in your department, in your department, God is seeking another Abraham. In your department, there are instructions that God has given concerning that sector you are in. And it needs men that can obey them. It needs men that can carry them out. And I hope, I truly hope, that you will release yourself unto him. That you will release yourself totally unto the works of Christ. That you will not be tied down too much by, at all by the entanglements of life. But that your relationships will not drag you to hell. When I say to hell, I don't mean hell, but I mean to, to not fulfill your purpose in life. Do you know that some people that it's because the only reason, the only reason that you know, they would not do ministry as they should is because they married some lady that they should not marry. Do you know? Or because they married some men that they should not marry. That you will not be carried away by entanglements. You will be fully given to the gospel. Can you just bow down your heads and speak in tongues? Speaking tongues, speaking tongues this evening. Speaking tongues, Mother Bredos, Shalabados, Veshandi Hombredos, a Mako, Shalabadi Honda. Oh, Shalabadi Honda, Fredos, a Mako, Shalabados. Regadalagadia, Catalagadia, Catalagados, a Macondi Hombredos, 
Father, that I pray for these ones that they will do your will. They will live for you. They will be given to your work. They will be given to your work. They will be given to your work. They will not miss it. You, are, you will not miss it in life. You will not miss it. You will be, you will be a man of impact. You will not just be for aesthetics. You will not be ordinary. You will not pass here without impact. Men, generations to come will remember you as a man that has changed and impacted things. See, you will enter into systems, you will enter into politics and cause the change of God. You will impact the kingdom of God in politics. You will impact the kingdom of God in administrations. You will enter tech world and impact the kingdom of God. You will enter education sphere and impact the kingdom of God. In music industry, you will impact the kingdom of God. In the movie industry, you impact the kingdom of God. In content writing industry, you impact the kingdom of God. In the fashion industry, you impact the kingdom of God. You will impact the kingdom of God in every sphere you have found yourself. In the name of Jesus, you will be given to the gospel. Till the end of your life on earth, you will be given to the gospel. You will be given to the gospel. You will live a life full of Christ. You will live a life full of Christ in the name of Jesus. You will live a life full of Christ in the name of Jesus. Your life will be worthwhile in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your answered prayers. If there's somebody here that you know you, you've you've not given your life to Christ before now, just can you just wave your hands, or maybe you have you know um, departed. You've you know you've we just want to reconnect with God this, this evening. Can you just wave? Or maybe you're online and just comment wherever you are. We reach you. Comment with your number. I pray for this one in the name of Jesus that this decision they have made today will be permanent. In the name of Jesus. That you would, you would have strength. You will have strength to run this race to the end. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Um, are there announcements I need to make? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, so, um, you know, ever in, in, in my life, like really, right, right from start, um, the, the gender that has had most impact in my life is, is our women. I'm serious. That has had most impact. If I'm ever hardworking, if I'm, if I'm ever, you know, the soft guy I'm, I am right now start, started with, you know, the tears of my mother. You know, there are times that she'll just be like, Femi, like this part you're taking will ruin you. Be t- you get that kind of thing, like don't, don't do it like this. This is that kind of thing, like Femi. Why are you? Why do you? Why have you chosen this kind of way of life? You know this kind of stuff. And and I, I got made, you know, by that gender. I got I got really influenced and impacted by our women. So all men, can you rise up? If you have a woman in your life that. Um, that is worth celebrating. 
What's, what love song should we sing? Teach me what. No, like, we should, let's be romantic. Somebody should teach me. Oh, look at you, Demar. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. What song now? Uh, ah, God, VH, Men of Judah. Let they fall my hand, though. <laughs> eh? Eh? I love you. I need you to survive. Yeah? <laughs> Who knows the song? Who knows the song? Any man that knows the song? Pastor Ute, do you know the song? Pastor Ute, do you know the song? loved us, loved us so much that you gave us our hearts, your hearts rather, that we had that access to even break it sometimes. We're saying thank you. Thank you for loving my gender. Thank you for existing, for making our world beautiful. Thank you for joining us today. I'm sure you've been blessed. You can follow us on our social media platforms at VHFUI on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube videos with the name Vessels of Honors Foundation. Previous messages can also be listened to on Anchor and on AudioMark with the username Vessels of Honors Foundation. We're the Vessels of Honors Foundation. We're a very happy family. We're born with a very hot fire and we operate on a very high frequency. And we'd love you to join us again and again and again. Stay blessed and have a wonderful week. Bye.